As a fledgling civilization, humanity has set its sights on the stars, and it is only natural that we would see new projects related to the metaverse and related to Web3 embodying and embracing that ambition and linking it all together with humanity as the focus. Uh, I'm Riles, and I'm your co-host here on the Nifty Show with Joel Com. and today we have here... Elon uh, Musk? Is, I'm sorry? Is, what? We have Elon Musk today. My God, you know that would be one hell of an episode. Um, this is a different, different hell of an episode. We have next Amin best Al thing. Next best next, thing. Next Elon best Musk. thing. Yes, Amin Al Zaruni. Uh, he is the CEO and the co-founder of Bedu. Uh, welcome, Amin. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Thanks, Riles. It, it's very late in uh, in the United Arab Emirates, isn't it? It's almost midnight. You can see that yes. my eyes are turning red. <laughs> Very well, we're we're glad that uh, that you're here with us. And uh, what what is Bedu? Bedu is a, a Dubai-based company focuses on Web three. Um, focuses a lot on everything around Web three through to, through its two main verticals. Um, one of the main verticals is actually what we're going to be talking about today which is the metaverse. Um, we are developing a metaverse called 2117. Um, but I would leave that maybe as we move forward and discuss that more in detail. The second vertical is, uh, is more of a service provider. It's more of a lab that provides advisory consultancy and end-to-end -end projects for end customers, be it private or government sectors. Now, as you are no doubt well aware, there are many metaverses that are entering developments, leaving developments, uh, becoming open to, to people around the world. What makes 2117 or wh whichever, is that how you prefer to, to refer to it, 2117? You should call it 2117. 2117. What makes 2117 uh, different in the, the burgeoning metaverse space? So the, there are quite few things that we bet that it makes it different. First of all, uh, from a storyline, it is inspired by um, a very ambitious vision of the country, the whole country UAE, uh, by the one of our main leaders, the ruler of Dubai, um, that created a massive city through his vision. So he had a vision to build the first settlement of human settlement in the red planet Mars by year 2117. And this is why this metaverse is called 2117. Um, the custodian of that vision is the space agency of UAE. And we have partnered with the space agency to get as much as research and data, as well as design of the colony and the location where it's gonna exist in Mars. So um, it's a full simulation of that colony, um, starting from the journey from Earth going all the way until the colony is fully established in, in Mars. Um, um, but that is from a storyline. Um, as well, uh, that storyline, we're going to build and develop it further. So we're going to create our own fictional story that's going to drive that storytelling um, further and further. Um, that, yeah, sorry. So those of us who will participate in the uh, 2117 metaverse we're going to get to mars long before 2117 is is what you're telling me yeah what we are what we are doing is that we are achieving that dream or that vision that will exist almost 95 years from now 
uh, in the metaverse at the moment. So you're going to be able to experience it um, immediately after we make it public. Now, as far as metaverses go, obviously one of the foundational elements of a metaverse is the actual environments that somebody is able to navigate uh, in that metaverse. So it, it sounds like this includes a sort of simulation of the trip to Mars and exploring the colony on Mars. Is that accurate? Yeah, there is. Um, um, uh, so let, let's take it step by step. So there are people who are going to go through this journey and this journey is going to be taken through the spaceships that's going to be launched from Earth going all the way to Mars. So people, the moment they join us, they will be um, uh, living in their home, which is the space pod that exists within the spaceship. They will be able to navigate in that, in that space pod, experiencing the different functionalities, utilities that are being provided in it. But remember, it's a spaceship, which means that there are other common areas that they can actually be part of. They can visit the auditorium, the concert hall, the open areas, and they can be part of all the social activities that are going to be executed there, be it entertainment activity, challenges, quests that's going to be available. That is all the through the journey until they reach Mars. And then in Mars, it will be a full colony with its all full ecosystem in terms of assets, be it buildings, retails, offices, et cetera, et cetera. So you, you, were, you were right. It is, it is an experience, a driven metaverse through the different um, events and moments that we will be creating. So what does it look like to actually participate? Are you building your own software-based metaverse? Are you building on top of some uh, existing uh, software? Are there NFTs? Give me some details about how this yeah. fleshes out. Um, first of all, we are building our own IP. So this is our own uh, metaverse. We are not building it on another uh, platform. Um, and this is actually one of this. I said that we have a few things that we bet on. The storyline was one. Second is the actual technicality, the actual infrastructure of how we are building it. So this metaverse, the way we are designing it and in terms of development and infrastructure, trying to make it more of an immortal metaverse that it will exist, even if the company decides to basically go off market. Um, we are using NFT for its actual purpose. So it's a tool to access the metaverse. By end of October, the citizenship will be available for sale. People will be able to buy and get access by actually obtaining their citizenship. And through their NFT, which is the citizenship NFT, they will be granted the space pod, which is their home. And then they will be able to experience this entire journey with us. Is that in the form of a membership card or a profile picture? Uh, they're one of ones. What what is the NFT going to be? It's a, a as it says, it's a, a citizenship NFT. So it's more of a, like an ID card. Okay. Uh, it's a di dynamic NFT that people can actually put their PFP picture on it. They can decide to provide put their profile picture on it, and it will also show some data regarding to their progress, their achievements, um, some of the data that we're going to be updating as well as we move through the journey. We actually published the design of the NFT. It's available on our um, uh, Twitter uh, account and our Discord. We have actually published already the design. Oh, great. Let me, I'm going to pull up the Twitter account right here. Yeah. Hit a follow on you right there. And great. we go to your media then. Uh, I'm sure that we'll be able to see, see some of the team there. Ooh, 
that's 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 actually yeah that's a that's a view of uh, one functionality and utility within the space pod. Oh, we're in the pod. Yeah, look at that. That's a fully built-in YouTube app. It's not just an embedded link, so people will be able to look for the video they're interested in. They can search. So while we are um, going to Mars, we can watch cat videos, and that you know, because that's what the internet's for. If you scroll further down, um, yeah, I see all kinds of um, interesting things. There's a lot more information on your Twitter than uh, than on the website, and so I encourage you guys. The, by the way, the website is two one one seven dot io. And then you could find the links to uh, the Twitter with all the uh, the various pictures that I'm looking at right here. So we had we had a full um, launch event. If you go scroll one more down, you're gonna see the NFT. Yeah, there you go. Is this it right here? Yeah. Ah. So now we are just putting the logo as just you know you can people will be able to put the PFP there. Right. Your profile pictures. Now, there, there were a few words that stood out to me over the course of the last couple minutes that suggest uh, a direction for us to head down and explore together. You said that there was progress and achievements that would be stored with individual people. And on the website, it says that this journey is gamified. So can you talk about the actions that citizens can take uh, to participate in that gamification and, and progress through this experience? Yeah, for sure. Um, um... Maybe at the end, I will relate it to humanity because that's extremely important what we are creating as well. But um, as part of the um, journey, we are going to be introducing what we call the houses, which are four houses that's going to be um, uh, introduced and people will be able to decide which house they're going to be part of. Um, there is the house that has to do, for example, with science. There's a house that has to do with hope. There is a house that has to do with nature. And each house will have a set of challenges, quests to basically fulfill. Some of these challenges are only related to the metaverse and the storyline of how the colony will be built on, on Mars. And others will be a mix between real life and metaverse related. So the ideas and the way they're going to overcome these challenges, these ideas could be business ideas that they can actually implement in real life and they also can decide to basically use it in the metaverse that's how how from house's perspective it's going to be gamified as well as um the different kind of um challenges in terms of fictional story that's going to be created in in the storyline for example um one of the ideas that we will not do but that is one idea that we eliminated in terms of how do we gamify it um the moment we land on mars the actual dome could be cracked and then the, the level of oxygen is going to go down and people will need to find ways of how they're going to survive within within Mars. And this is where the science and the technology team from the houses will come in and then they will start figuring out based on the tools that are available, what they will need to basically do to make sure that humanity survive in Mars. So there's not necessarily a single path narrative for this, right? Because the houses are going to be problem solving and writing the history as they go. And that will become canon of the metaverse. Is that correct? Interesting. Yeah, that's 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 a way for sure of looking at it. But at the same time, 
um, the houses will not just be solving the challenges that we will be providing, the houses will also, which is basically consist of community members, the houses will be involved in the build-up. So they will actually be co-building and co-innovating with us. So we are talking about, um, uh, we also did a big uh, event and we uh, launched the whole roadmap for one full year. So they, these houses will contribute to the roadmap as well beyond uh, what we already have published. It sounds as though the substance of 2117 is to be largely crowdsourced and driven by the collectives of the respective houses. Uh, sorry, can you repeat that? I, um, it, sorry, it, it sounds like the, the, the substance of the metaverse is to be largely crowdsourced via the collectives of the respective houses. No, not not really. Um, again, the, um, the the houses will um, the the people who are going to be part of houses. May, maybe I take a step back. Yeah, um, there are two type of people that will be able to join the metaverse. There are the citizens who will be obtaining the citizenship as an NFT, and there are the visitors who will come to the metaverse, and they will not be able to gain the benefits of the citizens. They will just be able to explore what is available. But for them to be able to join any quest or any challenge or for them to be able to live within the metaverse that we are creating, they will have to obtain the citizenship. And the way they will be able to obtain the citizenship at a later stage will have to be voted by the actual citizens that joined us. Um, there is a, an important message that citizenship, when it's going to be offered at the end of the month, that's the only time the citizenship will be offered. It's going to be an open edition where it's not limited. So people will be able to obtain their citizenship and that's it. We're going to stop. We will not offer it again. How much will that cost then to be a citizen? Um, we are opening it for two cycle. In the private sale, it's going to be at 0.2117 ETH. Of course yeah. it is. <laughs> Straightforward. <laughs> and then in public, it's going to be for 0.25 ETH. Nice. So uh, will there be aliens? I mean, I want to know, am I going to be up against some little green men or are we safe? But that, uh, you, you, you are trying to burn uh, part of our storyline. Um, <laughs> no, I, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, there are, there, there could be other than aliens. Ah, okay. Because yeah. there could be, we don't know. I mean, yeah. we've poked around a little bit, but who knows? And, and remember, it's a, it's a fictional story, so... Um, I was actually in a chat with with um, with a project that they were aiming to collaborate with us. It's a PFP project for a specific uh, kind of character, and um, what we were discussing is that that kind of character existed in Mars before human reached. So uh, there there could be um, the, the possibilities are endless of what can be created in this storyline. Well, I won't be the first one to ask that question. I guarantee, because <laughs> uh, that's you know it, growing up. Uh, in the Western world, that's, you know, all we've been told is through movies and TV is that, you know, there's little green men on Mars. And yeah. so maybe they're not green. Maybe they're purple. And maybe they're not men. Maybe turns out all of Mars is uh, is female. Who knows? I would like to basically also, just to close the, the loop, I mentioned the story and the infrastructure or the technicality. 
the second or the the one in the middle which is what we also bet on is the actual aesthetics the look and feel of the metaverse if you would if you would look at the also twitter feed you will see our vp of creative design have um, this one for example and then if you go even further down you will find the actual look and feel of the metaverse that of the space pod initially of in the level of details that we paid attention to in terms of the creation of the space that people will be living in we paid very close attention that whatever we are creating is something that people would love to live in people would love to spend time in that space would love to invite their friends to socialize in that space as well so yeah um, it's like come hang out with us on mars it's pretty yeah. here I, uh, I hope that you have a, a well-populated arboretum that uh, that people can can get around some greenery on, because otherwise they're going to have a hard time finding uh, Earth-like flora. They, they again, that's that's uh, um, that's also one of the houses to basically figure it out, uh, basically see how they will uh, provide these resources uh, in Mars. Don't ruin the plot, though, Riles. Poking <laughs> holes in it. I'm having to restrain myself, okay? When he talks about what's going to happen in the story, I keep thinking of all these questions. I'm like, mm, that could be a spoiler right there. So yeah, yeah. I'm doing my best. Well, the website, 2117.io, and you'll see if you scroll to the bottom, uh, links to the Twitter, Instagram, Discord. And if this is interesting to you, as it is to us, then we encourage you to uh, to go check it out. And the light paper is also here on the site for you to uh, scroll through and, and learn more about the details. I mean, it looks like a great project, and uh, we're going to be keeping an eye on it. Um, the sale will be coming up, and I'm sure uh, in the Discord you'll be announcing how people can participate. Yeah. Do you mind if I basically touch on the humanity part very quickly? Oh, please do. Very important. So um, we wanted to bring a value in this metaverse, and we wanted also to link it to our roots as um, as the Bedouins or as Bedou, and as well as to our roots to be an, a company that comes from the Middle East and comes from UAE. And we named the company Bedou. It's an Arabic word of Bedouins, which are the nomads. And if we know something about the nomads, regardless where they existed, in which continent they were, not necessarily in the Middle East, there are some common traits that they had. And these traits were respect, honesty, exploration. They always loved to explore the land, looking for a place to live, shelter, and food. But also, they were spreading the values of a humanity. They wanted to really spread the values of tolerance, the values of respecting each other. And we wanted to take these values with us in the metaverse, creating that space and that world where it is in the values of tolerance and equal opportunities are encouraged, where people don't be differentiated between race, culture, or religion. People can coexist together and human humans can come together in one space and decide to prosper again. So this is what we are trying to bring, not only in terms of a storyline, also in terms of content, events, um, the type of music that will be injected in the space has to always have that humanity feeling into it. So that is an important value that we are bringing into 2117. 
So you, you will not be using uh, AI-generated music very much in the, the soundtrack that is associated with this. I, I don't see why not. We can still use it. You know, it all depends on what you would feed it with. Um, we would be using AI-powered avatars. We will be using AI a lot, by the way. The concept of immortality, the, what, what we are trying to bring, is not only on the technical or infrastructure level of the metaverse. We are bringing AI-powered avatars for even the avatars that we will be using in the metaverse. This, these avatars will keep learning of what we're going to be doing on the metaverse, the way I'm talking to you, the way I'm basically reacting to certain incidents. The way, what, what do I like? What are my hobbies? These avatars will try to keep learning. Over time, this digital twin will, always, will almost act as me in real life. Down the line, I'll pass away. I'm not alive anymore. But my avatar in the metaverse exists. My oh. grandchildren can come and visit my avatar and then they can interact with him. And they can see how he was interacting with kids how he was basically communicating. What is the distance, the physical distance he was keeping? You know, what were my hobbies and what were my interests? And, and who knows, maybe by then we'll be able to download our consciousness and then it can live on in avatars as well. Uh, very, very interesting, the future that's being built. Well, we appreciate you coming on today. Again, 2117.io is the website. And uh, we wish you the best on this journey to Mars, good sir. Thank you so much. Please join us. Zach, uh, you ready to blast off? Uh, you know, there, there's a lot of questions as to what the humanity's future on Mars looks like. But there's there's one thing uh, of which I'm certain, and that is that is that when there is a colony on Mars, that that colony will be keeping it nifty. Looking into the future, what do we see? It's lined with digital collectibles, we call them NFTs. Games, trading cards, digital art, and those crypto kitties. Joel and Zach are the hosts you'll know. Joel and Zach say this will blow. The locked and loaded, so ready, set, go! It's the nifty, really kind of spiffy. The nifty.